Hayim yein lametrat. Kama over kama chsidim. Many over the chsidim. Choshvu yein beim the Lubavitch leim huladashalahem. They considered the first day they arrived to Lubavitch as their birth date. Moiri harashbats. My teacher the harashbats. Reb Shmuel Betzal Sheftel of Shvintzian, a primary figure and a central figure in the history of Lubavitch, who was the teacher of the Friedrich Rebbe. He arrived for the first time in Lubavitch early in Shishi Pashas Mishmotim Shnas Tov Reishches. At uh, Thursday night, the night of Friday, uh, the Pasha Mishmotim in the year 1848. And every year he stayed awake the entire night. And he took extra pains to be precise in putting on tefillin, at the precise hour that he entered into the Tzemach study for the first time. So this comes from a letter that the Friedrich Rebbe wrote to our Rebbe, when the Rebbe served as the editor of the magazine Hatomin, and he got, uh, someone submitted an article with a story that the Rebbe was checking with the Friedrich Rebbe about the uh, veracity of the story. So uh, first I'm going to take the parts that are relevant to today's Ayyem Yem, and then I will add some additional very interesting parts that the Friedrich Rebbe says in that letter. So first, the Friedrich Rebbe goes into a very extensive description of the centrality of coming to the Rebbe. By Chsidim, coming to the Rebbe, was of primary importance. And they had set times when they came to Fabrengas, when they came to the Rebbe. The Bechsidim who came for Hashanah, the Bechsidim who came for uh, Sukkot, and the Bechsidim who came for Shavuos, and the Bechsidim who came for the last days of Pesach. And they would title themselves, I am a Rosh Hashanah Diker, I am a Rosh Hashanah Chosid, or I am a Simchasteira Chosid. This was of primary importance. And he describes that Chassidim also considered their time coming, coming to the Rebbe for the first time as their birthday. And he brings an example, the Rajbats, Teresa Yem Yem, that the Rajbats came on uh, Friday morning, in other words, um, the night of Thursday night. He came to Lubavitch in 1848 in Pashas Mishpatim. He called it his birthday. And he was up all night. And the Friedrich Rebbe says he would sit with a watch in front of him and he would look at the watch. And when it was two o'clock in the morning, he said, this is the time I started on my journey. I started walking towards Lubavitch. He doesn't say from where. And then he says at 4.30, that's when I crossed over the threshold of the shul of the Rebbe of the Tzemach Tzedek. And every year, on the Friday of Pashas Mishpatim, he would make sure to be very precise putting on film at the exact hour that he entered into the Tzemach Tzedek for the first time. Then the Rebbe continues talking about his other teacher, his other Mechanech, Reb Chanech Hendel, which is mentioned in Hayim Yem in the month of El. And then the Rebbe goes on to a full description how when Chassidim used to come to Lubavitch, 
in addition to coming to the Rebbe and listening to the Magmorim, Fabrengen and sitting and telling stories, listening to Elder Chassidim, was of primary importance. Even my father, the Friedrich Rebbe says, my father, the Rebbe Rashab, would make extra effort to be able to participate in some of those Fabrengens to listen to the stories of the Elder Chassidim. And I, the Friedrich Rebbe says, I would sit down afterwards and write down, record all these stories. And thanks, of course, to those uh, Rishimas that the Friedrich Rebbe wrote, those recordings, we have a, a very uh, important chunk of the history of Lubavitch is thanks to those uh, recordings. In any case, the Friedrich Rebbe describes that there are four types of stories. There are stories that a person saw by himself, he experienced it himself, or he heard it from the Rebbe. That's number one, the highest ranking story. Second is a story you heard from someone you trust, and he tells you a personal story that he experienced. A third category are stories you heard from the elders of the Chassidim, and they heard it from their elders, so it's tradition that's passed on. And then there's a fourth category. There are stories that have no source. And everybody takes the story to whatever direction they want. They embellish it and they explain it and they uh, learn lessons from it based on facts that there is no clear source for. Yet, the Friedrich Rebbe says, my father said, all these stories should be recorded and you should talk about it. And you should repeat them by Fabian because you can always learn something. This story, the Friedrich Rebbe says, that you sent me, doesn't fall into any of these four categories. And therefore, it's a story that is exaggerated. The Rebbe suggests it's a combination of several stories. And therefore, it's not one of the stories to repeat. Then the Rebbe adds a very interesting additional point, And that is that he was once sitting and recording the stories, and his father, the Rebbe Rashab, walked by, and he saw what he was mm -hmm. writing. He had a look, and he said, this is a story that is exaggerated, or even more than exaggerated. So I asked him, but you once said that even such stories that people embellish and things of that nature, we should still record them. So my father responded, not everything that you are allowed to do, do you have to do. You're, it's, it's not something you are supposed to do. And he kind of told me not to record this particular story. So we see from this that we have to be careful, but at the same time, we have to learn from everything.